Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome in, everybody, to the Landry Football Podcast for this Wednesday, March 30th. It's been hectic. Uh, good to be with you. Doing it a little bit earlier, kind of playing with a little time slot. I don't like to keep going back and forth with you, but maybe looking at more of a noon time slot, um, noonish time slot this time of year. Uh, been out the past couple of weeks. Uh, give you an update. Pro days, scouting meetings, it's the stretch run, as you probably know, those of you that are loyal followers here, um, or I'm sure we're all aware, this is a hectic time and the schedule is a little bit more, you know, it's more regimented during the season because everything, I can tell you what I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whereas um, this time of year, it's a little bit more complex to figure out uh, meetings and pro days, and we know we're going to have them, but it's very difficult to kind of keep the schedule. So working on that, it's also um, a time of year that we try to keep you up to date on everything on LandryFootball.com. But we certainly uh, are going to try to be here as often as we can. We're going to do it. Um, we'll keep you up to date on social media. Follow me uh, at LandryFootball. But we're going to try to maybe do something maybe more midday in the lunch hour if we can. We'll play with that a little bit. Um, and we'll go from there. The great thing about it is you can go back and listen to this in podcast form. So um, we hope that uh, you check that out in uh, the Landry Football Podcast channel over at uh, at LandryFootball.com. You can follow it. So been at a lot of pro days. We're going to have an abbreviated edition today. I want to give everybody a little bit of an update, kind of what the pro day process is. Got a few questions that have come in that – We'll address it, and if you've got a question, join us in the chat room, and uh, we'll uh, answer them here. But the pro days um, serve a purpose that's maybe a little bit different than people might think. It's it's about spending time with the players uh, to get to know them a little bit more in a more detailed, elongated setting than we're able to do, say, um, at um, the Combine. And you get to really kind of drill down into the player. Of course, you bring players into your facility to um, have meetings with them, to get a feel for them as well. Um, But the workouts, if you've worked out at the Combine, you're pretty much set, and you don't have to do a whole lot. But the positional workouts have some intrinsic value. We may play, you you know, put them through some different drills that will maybe – help us ascertain a little bit about the players' 
versatility and flexibility to, to do multiple things and understand multiple things. So it's a really good process. The numbers are very misunderstood. We have it over at LandryFootball.com, but we explain all the time. A guy ran, you know, 4-5 instead of 4-7. All times need to be converted. You're going to run faster nine times out of ten at your pro day, at your school. The surface is different. A time on anything, a 40 or any other drill, is in and of itself useless unless you put the circumstance. Uh, Where was it timed and worked out on which surface and what were the conditions? That's going to affect greatly. Uh, Again, a blink of an eyelash turns a 4-5 guy into a 4-A guy. It's just a blink of an eyelash. We're talking tenths of a second. So understand that. Um, we are. I'm getting into the process now where we're going to get more and more into scouting meetings. Teams to this point are, um, you know, everyone thinks that everything is all set up and everybody knows what they're going to do. They're not. They're, that is going to be determined in their April draft meeting. Now, it's not like they're just starting this process. It's a process that's a year, year and a half in the making. But this is where you pull it all together and you make decisions on how you set up your draft board. So um, this is a a real important time. By the way, um, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Got the draft boards up. All the vertical boards, the position-by-position draft boards, tells you where the cutoff point, where the strengths, the weaknesses are, where their gaps Don't pay attention to a top 10 or a top 5 or a top 20 or a top 30. That's meaningless other than just idle chatter. What you're looking for is where players are graded. And then when you grade every player and you understand what the grades mean, then you start to bring them into kind of how they're stacked. And then if you've got players in the same grade tier, then you can take the player that either is at your biggest position of need, um, at the most difficult position to find, uh, factor in the depth of the draft. All of those things are explained over at Landry Football with our draft board. So you want to make sure that you check that out. We encourage you and we appreciate uh, if you would spread the word about what we do and how our draft boards are a little different, we explain it. Remember, where a guy gets drafted is not necessarily where a guy is graded and vice versa. We're not projecting how the draft's going to go. We're grading the players. We're going to have for you at LandryFootball.com a projection of how the draft is likely to go a little bit closer to draft day. We're also going to have a a team-by-team inside their draft room analysis. That's factoring in what they've done in free agency, what they've not done in free agency, what their needs are, and let's see if we can kind of figure out where the value and the needs might come together uh, at um, at draft time. So what we try to do is give you a real-life look at what goes on and what draft boards really look like, not just some generic stuff. I don't mean to be the ugly guy that points this out. I think that the, a lot of the guys that have this stuff online and what have you, it creates interest. That's fine. But these guys are not evaluate qualified evaluators of talent they're just gathering information and they're just putting stuff out there and they're mock draft this and mock draft that well that's irrelevant what's relevant is that you grade players correctly who a guy is going to take 
is not as important as are they who should they take and what's likely going to happen once they take them. Those things are really important. Um, when we get into our scouting meetings with teams, the one thing I will point out, I put draft boards out there for you. Um, I've got um, the draft board out, and, and, and I've got the printout, the notes that I have. And I'll, I've got 22 first-round grades. Remember, that is doing something that really is not what you're supposed to do. There is no such thing as a league board. There are 32 different-looking draft boards, not based on need, but based on how they evaluate, how they see their play, how they see players differently from the other the other team teams, and then what are their critical factors at each position? A linebacker for Seattle is completely different than what New England looks for in the linebacker. So they're not going to have players the same. So when I do this for the teams, I will grade, here's the guys with first-round grades overall, and it's probably anywhere from 12 to 15 tops for each individual team. But when you factor in every team, throw in, I've got about 22 overall. Again, that's not a fit for everyone. So one of the real problems that these quote-unquote amateur analysts make is that, well, they should have, I'd have taken this guy. Well, you're not, you don't even, you're not an evaluator. And you don't even understand how a scheme fits a player or doesn't. So you're sitting there, they're sitting there, I should say, saying, well, they should take this guy. I would have taken that guy. Well, you don't even understand the scheme and understand how to evaluate. Then how the hell are you going to know what's really relevant or not? So you've got to understand that. And so that's why that the, that you may look on my board and say, well, Chris, why didn't they take that guy? Because that's a generic league board, which is what you you need to see. I'm not going to put 32 boards up there, okay? But that doesn't mean that that's the next best fit for your team in a said spot. That's what, you know. So we will do that and explain some of what might be a fit when we go inside each team's draft room. So that's a couple of things in mind. Um, the process of the draft I've explained, it starts in the fall. It starts maybe years in advance. And um, usually you got two years worth of film analysis on a player. Your scouts scout these guys all year long. People say, well, then you should have it all done by then. No, you shouldn't because you get the film work done. But as I've explained all along, your scouts can't be at every school every day. They've got to work their way through their entire area, their entire region, and then people cross-check it. So if I go to Georgia on October 15th, well, obviously I haven't looked at film of October 30th. The game hadn't been played yet. So I will do the film work or the game that have been played to that point. I'll go to practice, may go to a game, sit in some meetings, and you know. But what I have to do, if Georgia is my school, I've got to go back after the season is over and look at the remaining games. From okay, I've done everything up to October fifteenth, but what's happened since then? I've got to evaluate that, and then 
other scouts on your staff have to do that. That takes time because you got a lot of schools, a lot of players to go through, right? Then you get your coaches involved. Your coaches are not looking at players in college during the season. They're looking at them after the season. So when people say things like, well, this guy's moving up and moving down, nobody's moving up or down because there are no boards being set. Oh, there are boards on the Internet, and, of course, they got to justify, this guy was a top-10 guy and he slipped. This guy is rising up. No, he's not. You're just guessing. They're just guessing for you who might be good based upon what they hear. But the work is not complete. So it's kind of like saying at the halftime of a game, so-and-so won the game. No, they haven't. They're leading at halftime. You don't know what the end of the game, the score is going to be until the game's over. So there's a lot that goes on in film work of the previous season by more people in the organization. And then you combine that with evaluations of your own roster, evaluations of NFL teams, free agents. And so that's why we keep you up to date and keep it, as they say, keep it real for you. We keep it real for you. So that's kind of where that process is. Again, my draft boards are different. You know, that board that you'll see right now in Landry football is going to differ depending on the team. There are certain guys that are going to be extracted out of it because they're not as good of a fit. There are other guys that may be better fits. And then there's other things that, look, people in organizations will, like anybody else, see it a little differently. They may have a player ranked graded higher than I do. It's fine. Uh, Time will prove us right. We will not have the answers for who has a good draft on draft weekend. We will have those answers three years, four years, five years down the road. We're going to have the answers of who takes what player, but you're not going to know whether you got your team better or not down the road until down the road. So, um, we had a question. I'm going to get to it. And I see Tony's joined us. Um, and, uh, Slotman, appreciate you joining us. We'll get to your question in a second. Somebody sent us a question here. Russell uh, on um, Twitter, one of my guys said um, that a typical draft is about 150, 160 draftable players. Um, but some people think that the number starts at 220 this year, putting a lot of emphasis on the class. Well, first of all, the numbers of players on on an individual team's draftable board will vary. Will vary based upon, um, again, the the teams and it's we call it a one fifty board. But the one fifty board, there's a cut a grade cutoff point. So there's most teams will operate with their main draftable board with about a hundred players. Some as low as 75, some as much as 150. You have many players graded, so it's not like you're going to run out of players, but players that you want. Now, draftable, there's more than 150 draftable players. But, like, you will look and see on my horizontal board. The board 
actually has 140. It's not, I didn't pull out 140 out of the hat. It's everybody with a 5.5 grade above. That's the cutoff point. Might be 140 one year, might be 152 one year, might be 160, might be 137. It just happens to be 140 this year. And I may modify a couple of grades, so that number may, a couple of guys may drop out, a couple of guys may move in, depending on circumstances with some information there. The other thing you got to keep in mind with these players, and this happens all the time, there's medical information that's going to affect draft status. So a player is going to be graded on his fine uh, on his football ability, and that's where he needs to be graded. Then you attach the medical grade to it. You don't. You should not ever lower the player football ability you need to put the player where he is football wise and then attach the medical grade and all that means is you pass him over same thing with character if he got a character grade that's a question grade him where he is as a football player and then pass him over if you don't want to take him the one thing that i can't stress enough you can't should not and teams make mistakes. And as I'm seeing more and more of these young guys running teams in the league that don't have a strong football background, they tend to grade players based on need. They tend to justify you cannot grade a player based on need. You only grade the or the position that he plays. You grade them according to a standard. Whether you draft them or not, if you want to factor in need, if you want to factor in, um, you know, what's the bigger priority for you, that's fine. But do it with an understanding of, you know, don't – a lot of these younger guys will say, well, our scouts had them here, and it's kind of a, a way of CYA. No, 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 no. Scout has them here. The medicals have them here. The character has them here. Okay, you factor in the needs. Pass them over if you don't want to take them. If you want to take somebody less, that's on you. Have the balls to do that. Don't artificially move a guy up or down based upon need because what you're doing is you're you're not accurately evaluating the player. Look, if the best player in the draft is a guard, I'm not saying take the guard. I'm saying just know he's the best player. in there. Quentin Nelson was the best player when he came out. He's still one of the best players in the league. Now, you can make the argument, still not going to take Quentin, uh, Quentin Nelson over a pass rusher, over a quarterback, or other guys. So I'm not suggesting that, but grade him correctly and let the board speak to you. So those are the things that um, – The draftable players, again, those are guys that draftable are guys that are going to be even later round guys. They're draftable. But what I look for is the guys with a chance to make and contribute versus guys with, um, you know, that are lesser grades that are still draftable but may not be make it guys in my view, graded as make it guys. Um, so we've got a couple of other questions uh, I want to get to here. A uh, number of you have joined us, and I've got uh, got a couple here that's been sent in. So let's see what you got here. Um, Tony says, hey, Chris, your thoughts on what the Browns have done overall this offseason? Well, 
it starts and probably ends with Deshaun Watson. Uh, obviously, their whole situation is going to be factored in to Deshaun Watson's availability and his success and his performance. We know the problems at quarterback. They thought they had something in Baker Mayfield. They did not um, get out of him what they had hoped. So they move on, or they're going to move on from him. Still trying to work that out. Deshaun Watson is a lot of guaranteed money. There is no question that the guaranteed money had to do with the fact that the Browns, when they did their intel, is that he's going to be in several civil lawsuits. He's probably going to have to pay a lot of money. And so this is a way to kind of help him make that go away. And they feel they got an elite talent. The guy that they, not this group, but previous group, were involved in passing over. So uh, I think what they've done is intriguing. I think with Deshaun Watson, if he's able to, I don't know at this point, Tony, how many games he's going to play. Um, the suspensions, all is still a possibility. So we'll see on that. But I think what this does on the surface, if he can play a lot, is it puts them right in the mix with Cincinnati as um, a viable team to win that division. Uh, we, you know, Pittsburgh's going to go with Trubisky for now, maybe draft quarterback. I think that that's uh, – you'd like, you like um, Cincinnati and Cleveland a little bit better than Pittsburgh, at least I do at this point. Uh, maybe not overall as a roster, but the quarterback position is such a huge part. Baltimore uh, with Lamar Jackson is another interesting situation. Slotman says, good afternoon. Good afternoon, my man. Thanks for joining us. Tony says, at what point do GMs change their focus from free agency to the draft meetings, or is it ongoing for both? Tony, it's ongoing for both. But the way it works is you have your free agent meetings, you have the wave, you have your board of what you want to do, but the draft process is still going on, and a lot of the free agent stuff starts. So you're at the combine, you're dealing with, draft stuff, but you're also dealing with free agent stuff. As remember, we've talked about it here and on Landry football, that this is, you know, you're preparing for free agency while you're at the combine. And and so it's, you're working them both because you want to compare in your draft, on your draft board, how your initial board looks in terms of depth, your value, what are the best ways to fill our need? You've got needs on your team. What are the free agent options compared to the draft options? And you want to see where the best value is. Obviously, free agency costs you more. You're going to pay more money, whereas you get better value in the draft. You get players, you get more bang for your buck, uh, more value financially in the draft than you're ever going to get in free agency. In free agency, you overpay. In the draft, you can get really good players for really good bargains because they're on a rookie contract. So you compare them both, you work them in concert, but you have specific free agent targets and meetings and visits, and obviously you go on with your draft meetings. But the draft meetings, really, you what we always did, and I think I know teams still do this now because I'm involved in some of them, you have draft meetings before the combine to kind of set initially based on film. But again, it's incomplete. Why? Because you haven't done all the film work and not everybody in the building has even done much film work. 
So that changes. Then you go out, you have the combine, you go and you, you do all of your pro day work. You come back and everybody will be starting here in the next week to 10 days. Thankfully, most of my meetings are Zoom. Now, um, that's going to be starting here in the next week to 10 days. And those are the meetings that are going to be, once you get down into that, Tony, you pretty much are all in. It's possible to have a visit in. You might have a position coach that, you know, but you will mix it. But for the most part, the focus from, let's say, April, when the calendar trains are April, for the most part, the majority of the attention, once you get into those final draft meetings, you spend three weeks going over each position, each player that not are in your book, but anybody that you've given a draftable grade or not, you will go over in detail, and everybody that's seen them at that point will have evaluated them. And that's when your board is stacked. That's when you have your board done. It's when you get done with all those meetings in April. But it takes a while to get through all those players and all those meetings. Greg says, I uh, hope you're doing well. My question is about the Cowboys and the offensive line. What are your thoughts about Trevor Penning? Trevor, you can see where I got him in, um, on the draft board. Trevor is just one of many guys I think the Cowboys will look at. I think there's some really good offensive linemen in the draft. Trevor's one of them. By the way, not only the draft boards, but I've even gotten, I'm going to break down some summary scouting reports on each of the players that I put out there that you will see have uh, contributed to some other folks that will have that. You can check that all out at LandryFootball.com that you can see a summary of each of the positions and their scouting report on them, a summary scouting report. Uh, Rich Coach says, thoughts on what Dion says, saying 10 teams out of 22 teams didn't show up Jackson State's pro day and his desires to see seven to 10 players on the HBC college's thoughts. I, I'm really, Dion, I, I, again, Pro days, Dion has no clue what goes on and what's the reason he's strictly marketing his program. They've got some good players, but on pro days, you can't be everywhere. If Ohio State and Alabama have a pro day on the same day, which is a little bit extreme, but you're going to have that. Well, you can't, you have to split it up. Jackson State's got some players. That's a lot of attend. That's a really good attendance for a Jackson State and the HBCUs. The bottom line is there are not as many players at HBCUs as they used to be 30, 40 years ago. Um, if Dion, with his marketing deal, is able to get NIL deals for some of these players, um, they may be more of them into the future. We go where the players are. We go where we need to be. Uh, nobody's interested or care about what Dion Sanders thinks where we should be. Dion's not qualified evaluator of anything related to the draft. Um, he's great at marketing and I think he's done a great job marketing, but, um, nobody cares. Um, and certainly least of all, I, what Deion Sanders thinks. So, um, a reminder again about what we've got going on at LandryFootball.com is the breakdown of, uh, we get, first of all, a few things, our notebooks every day, our college football notebooks, give you an idea of what's going on in recruiting, what's going on in, uh, draft news as it relates to maybe your favorite college players. We've got that going on. The NFL, um, notebooks, all the free agent news and notes, um, all the pre-draft stuff. We've had owners meetings this week. You know, you heard about the new overtime. Uh, by the way, I'm fine with it. I think we were headed that way. I think having overtime, I have a different view on overtime. I'm going to save that for another day, another time. In fact, I've already talked about it. 
before, but we'll get into that another time. Uh, but all the news and notes from uh, the owners' meetings, from everything going on on pro days, uh, from everything going on in free agency, we've got their, their, that in our notebooks every day. We have some special feature articles that we've got for you that's going to give you a viewpoint of what goes on uh, from a coaching and scouting viewpoint, how to understand the game a little bit better from that standpoint. And right now, we're focusing a lot on we've got the draft boards up. We've got the horizontal board. Best players, regardless of position, put them in the grade tiers. You see where their value is. You see how a team sets up a draft board, and then you go from there. Again, tough to look at your team and say this is what they should do because the board is going to be modified for each and every team. But it gives you a good view overall of the best players in the draft, the best fits um, at each different spots and values, uh, and then the vertical board, which is the best players by position. And again, how many are in the 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 six nine to six five category? How many to six four six zero? What does that mean? Five nine to five five, and then why the five four to five zeros is in a different category, and how that translates into grades in the NFL? How we project them? You want to know the grading criteria for each of that position. We've got that for you. So check all of that out at LandryFootball.com. We've got um, a scouting season sale going on uh, all the time at uh, LandryFootball.com. So check that out today. Uh, It's the best deal that we've got. You can check out, try it by month. You can try it by three months. Uh, Whatever it is that you like, we've got it for you at LandryFootball.com. So Appreciate it. Join us on Twitter at Landry Football, Facebook, Landry Football. Uh, we'll, uh, again, try to get back with you again next week, same time or in the lunch hour area. We'll try to knock another one out for you. But uh, we've got all the details over at LandryFootball.com. Make sure that you check it out. If you've not yet joined, uh, we ask you to check us out there. Join us. Give us a try. And spread the word. All I ask you to do, we'll, we'll do this show. We'll, if if you can get three friends of yours that are football fans to join, that's the real key to keeping a free show like this going so that we can provide some unique insights to you to the world of football, college football, NFL, all year round. We appreciate you, Greg. We appreciate you, Rich. We appreciate you, Tony. Um, slot man, we've got uh, all of you joining us here, um, as well as um, – uh, a good friend joining us on Twitter, Russell. Appreciate you, um, you know, joining us there with the question there on Twitter. So appreciate you. Uh, join us again next week. Join us over at LandryFootball.com. Have a great day, great rest of the week, and uh, check us out over at Landry Football. So long, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.